I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. Welcome back to the juxtaposition. I'm your host, Nana. We got a great episode. We got amazing guests. Um, we got, um, sorry, me and Bernice are sharing mics today, so. Yeah, we're. Tell them what your name is. My name is Bernice. No. Okay. I'm joking. And my name is Janet. Okay, we have two amazing guests. First, we got Michael. Hey. You're like, I thought you said your name is Mikey. Mikey, Michael, whichever one you want. Okay. This is for you. I'm Sarah. Okay, so first, I'm going to tell you how I met Mikey. Mikey and I worked at Foot Locker, but we didn't work a lot of shifts together. But when we did work shifts, it was like. You know, Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen. Magic. He was Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was Scotty Pippen. Or it was like D Wade or like, I keep on looking at the camera, but I should be talking Shaq. It was like D Wade or LeBron, you know? So we had great times and then we had one conversation outside. Remember when I was um yeah. shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a long time. We're talking about relationships and stuff like that. And he's like, yo, I'm not gonna come on the podcast, you know. I gotta see this. I was like, you know what? Let's do a Valentine's Day, you know? Oh yes, this is kind of like the Valentine's Day episode, right? Yeah. This is for the singles. This is for the singles. Anyways, that's all I gotta say. So for, for Bernice, how did we meet Sarah? How did you meet Sarah? For this, this is very, very weird because normally I yeah. But <laughs> so I I met Sarah. It was probably last year. Yeah. I don't know when. Was it the, the summer? summer? Yeah, right? Um, and I just said hi. She was wearing this yellow... Was it the yellow Right, yellow Yeah. yeah. Just, I just introduced myself and then she said she knew about me because she was connected to Urban Promise and Kuya was the one who talked about me. It's like she was looking for a church at that time and so... Yeah, from then on, we just got really connected, and she sings. She has an amazing Sarah Felicia music. Yes, check, <laughs> check her out. out. Check her out. Check her out. Um, yeah, ever since then, we've just been connected, and she's been connected to the church. So it's been really nice, and yeah, I'm so excited to have her here. Don't mind that Esther's not to let us know that. David's phone's Keep it rolling. <laughs> so yeah, then as Nana said, this is going to be an episode that's talking about singleness yeah. and that stuff, you know. Yeah. So let's get let's dive right, right into it. Are you know? ready? I'm ready. I'm yeah. quite ready. Yeah, it's gonna make a cool conversation. I feel like we definitely have like just two different perspectives in terms of just like the worlds that you guys have come from. She's I don't know, like they're just two different people. You can just tell like they have different perspectives. And so as we dive in today, you'll see different opinions, and that's what we want to do. We want to have different opinions and not the same ones, and hear from people who you know are not like us. So, yeah, so let's get into it. So the first question is, what is your status? Who wants to go first? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so single currently, Mm -hmm. but you never know what could happen in a day. You're right. That's a fact. You heard it. You're talking. You heard it. Yeah. All right. Status. Yeah, I'm single. Are you sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. I feel like he's in a situation. I feel like he's in a situation. <laughs> ladies, you heard him. His lady friend. He said he's single. So. Single. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was doing for you, Well. So, second question. Did you find it hard to date in this generation? Elaborate if you can. 
Chicago first and shit the first last time. Um, dating for short term? Yes and no, but more no. Um, the dating for long term? Yeah, it's just super hard. Um, I don't know how to say like short term. I feel like everyone's after the the quick life. Like, like, like I feel like it's in music. It's in our in our major media. Um, just like it's everywhere, so everyone just wants the quick thing. And if you do, if you're looking for something long term, it's like it's like ah, I'm not ready. Like, we're not serious. Are ready for that thing yet? So it's like yeah, so short term not really, but long term yeah, I feel like it was, I feel like it was difficult. So have you have you dated? Sorry, I I, I yeah. is my question. Have you dated? <laughs> so, have you dated before, like in terms of had a relationship? Um, I only had one girlfriend. Ever like one serious girlfriend, and um, other than that, yeah. But the rest of the dating has been like here and there, not really anything stable, just mm-hmm. flings. If I'm being honest, that's been the majority of it. I'm not proud of it for me, but yeah. yeah. I've been there, done that. I'm just saying, I like you know those ones that you talk to someone. I don't know. No, <laughs> you know those ones you talk to someone, but you're not really dating, dating. So you're you know, you talk- talking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Come on, don't yeah, do yeah, me yeah. like that. I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. So yeah. Yeah. Did we ask the same question for Sarah? No. Or did we no, ask? Sarah's next. Oh, that was a follow up. My, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about if it's hard to date in this generation. Mm-hmm. I would say for me, yes, because I tend to be a little bit more of like of an old soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, for me, it's like I'm a very much like in person, let's meet, let's talk face to face, let's go out, let's go for coffee, let's get to know each other in person. Um, and I feel like this is a very like, I know like my friends like with online dating, that's like a huge thing right now. Um, and like it works for some people and I think if you do it like prayerfully and with discernment, like you can go well. Like I know stories where it has worked and then stories where it hasn't, but for me personally, I'm like a face to face kind of person. And then um, I also am in favor of like, you know, I think when you are in a relationship, of course, teamwork, it takes two. But in the initial pursuing phase, I'm in favor of the guy, like, taking the lead on that and pursuing. Um, because then that's, like, an indicator to me, like, what kind of, like, man this is going to be. Like, is he going to be able to lead, like, our relationship, our, you know, our, if he is a potential spouse one day, like, our family. And um, is he, like, for me as a Christian, like, is he going to be able to lead while, also seeking God in the process too, so Wait, can I ask you yeah. a question? Mm-hmm. So would you, would your respect level be different if you met somebody online as opposed to if you met somebody in person? I don't think my respect level would change um, because if that's the way God wants it to be and he tells me like, you know, this is something that's good and that, you know, that I should do it. Um, but I think my preference would be to meet in person and to date in person. In person, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I always said I'd rather meet someone like at work or in school, you know. I just feel like online, you know, Instagram. Instagram is basically a dating pool, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah. it's basically a dating pool. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like you DM someone and it's like, Hey, how you doing? How's your life? You like, you know, and it just but that, that, that could work though. 
It's actually not bad. It can work, you but can it's not for me. Somebody. It's not for me. It can work, but it's not. But for you me. pick and choose who you want to DM. Yeah. So how? That's but I, it's more I, for me. It's more successful if mm-hmm. like I'm in the same space. Yeah. I can see you like how you interact with people. Mm-hmm. You're not even. Oh, yeah. You're not even thinking. What? I'm. You don't even know I'm trying to plot, but <laughs> like I'm. Tr- I'm watching. But what if you are DMing somebody and then you eventually meet this person? If I'm DMing someone with the because it's with, not like you're with, not. It's like you can make it to where you actually go out with this person, have coffee, get to know them. What's just, I'm not trying to say it's bad. Yeah. But I don't think it's for me. Okay, I'm just I'm Can just saying that that's the yeah, that's yeah, yeah. option. Have you have you tried that before? Ah, Mikey, is this <laughs> about me? No, 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 Ask no, the question. Ask the question. I have. It's about us. I have. Okay, okay. How did that go? It it worked in a way though, but it wasn't long term. Mm-hmm. It worked. Like I DM'd the person, got to know them on DM. You know, when I'm FaceTime with them, because I don't play that. You know, you got to see on FaceTime mm-hmm. and stuff yes, like no that. Catfish, no yeah, no catfish. <laughs> um, but this person didn't want to... Oh, I'm exposing myself. So we're back. Sorry, guys. Um, so my answer was... Um, you don't like online dating? Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't prefer oh, online dating. I'd rather prefer in person. But you never know what guy would do. But the next question is... Where are some of the things you have learned about yourself during... Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> what, are, what are the things... What are some of the things you have learned about yourself during your times of dating? Um, I learned that I wasn't... Learned about myself, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't competitive enough. What does that mean? What does that mean? I feel like... I feel like life as a man is super, super competitive, like... Everyone wants the girl you want. Everyone wants the car you want. Everyone wants the house that you want, um, so on and so forth. So I feel like as a man, you have to be willing to fight tooth and nail to get what you really want. Otherwise, you get everyone's leftovers. So I feel like what they didn't tell me, because I'll be on a date with a girl, and then like, we'll be joking about like exes or past dates or you know like what's, what's your worst first date, like stuff like that. And then... Things come up and then she'll show me like her DM, like yo, look what this, D- this look, look, look what this guy DM me today. And I was like, bro, girls DMs is is madness. Like you yeah, see some popping in there. Stuff. Like some guys, Facts. bro. It'll Not be, all. it'll be, it'll bro. It'll be October. People are talking to themselves from April. Just yeah. say, hey, how are you doing? Hey, hey, babe, I haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, that dress is so nice. I'm like, she hasn't replied. <laughs> like stuff is great. Like people say, oh, what's your e transfer? I'm like, yo, like. And it's crazy, and a lot of, especially the pretty girls, like, I know a girl that, like, she was getting a new DM, like, she was getting, like, 30 new DMs every day, like, 30. What? Two, two, two. and I'm like, oh. it's crazy, like, so it's crazy, so, <laughs> so I'm saying, so I'm saying, I'm saying all that to say, like, somebody else wants her, mm-hmm. right? And that goes for everything else in life, too. So, as a man, you have to be, you have to know that, okay, if, if this is the person I want, this is the thing I want, this is the job I want, da 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 a lot of other people want that too. So you have to be, you have to accept the competition and just be the best man that you can. And if you lose, you have to hold yourself accountable. Like that's one thing. I ha- like I have friends like this. Like they just they duck accountability every chance they get. Like yo, I got fired because of him. I lost this because of this. This person doesn't like me because of this person. And it's like yo, when do you ever look at yourself? Like you're the common denominator in all these. Like I had I had a girl. She's like, oh, I had I had six boys. I had six ex- uh, exes, and they all cheated on me. I'm like. Mm. Do you not see that you're the common denominator, like in all six? Something may be wrong with you. So you're probably yeah, yeah, you're probably choosing something wrong or whatever, right? Yeah. So 
So embrace competition, be the best that you can, and if you lose to a better man or you lose to a better person, accept that and then grow with that. Mm. Right? So that's, that's, that's what dating taught me. Like I need to be more accepting of competition because anything good comes with competition. No one's fighting for scraps. Right? Everyone's fighting for the best thing they can get, and it mm. goes down from there. So that's, that's what I learned. That's what, that's what dating taught me. I've heard that before. That is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think there's still a lot that I need to learn and experience in the area of dating. But um, I think a big one for me is knowing your identity and like being firm in your identity in Christ. Um, so that when that right person does come along, it's like your worth isn't in what that person says about you. Like if they don't say you're beautiful that day, like you still know you're beautiful because God says you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. God says you're his masterpiece. Um, you know, so just being rooted in your identity in Christ, um, but then also so that when that person comes, it's, you're not looking to that person to fill you. Um, you're already, like, filled and content, and then you're more so just walking alongside each other and growing instead of expecting each other to, like, be that everything when only God can be, that everything when only God can fill you. So that's a huge one. And then the importance of what it means to actually, like, love someone the way that they deserve to be loved. Um, and that starts from, I would say, knowing God's love for you and um, so that you know how he wants you to love others in, in a relationship. So, yeah. I have a question for you. Yes. So, let's say you meet a guy, he's great, he has checks a lot of boxes. Uh -huh. What if you feel like he's not really holding himself? Are you saying bye-bye or are you like maybe giving him a chance and maybe praying for him and stuff like that? Yeah, so... Um, Again, everything would have to be with like discernment. If God is saying, you know, like I brought you two together, mm -hmm. um, I think just keeping the perspective that like relationships aren't perfect, we're not gonna be perfect, we're never gonna be like fully healed until yeah. we go to heaven. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like it's a process. Um, but I, I do think there needs to be like a level of healthiness and maturity, but also feeling ready yeah. to be in a relationship. But like if hard times are coming, like, I wouldn't just be like, peace out, you know, yeah, like it would be like, let's work together. Let's um, do this together with God. Um, but then just remembering that it's also not up to me to change him. Like that's between him and the Lord. Um, so just just remembering who God is in that relationship. Um, but like and also like giving God room to work um, and then just using discernment like is this something is this a good relationship to be in do we need time apart because we need to work on ourselves and grow are we supposed to continue to grow together to get through this together so at the end of the day it's all about using wisdom and prayer mm -hmm. i would say yeah yeah i have a question um do you think both of you guys since you're in your single season do you think you're ready to be in a relationship as of right now because mm -hmm. right now i think i am why but, um, yeah, and why? Elaborate. Uh, I think I'm ready because uh, I think I've I've done the fast life, and it's not fulfilling. And um, so I think I think, and even even when I was in the midst of the fast life, I knew like I just I like I just be like, like that's like the same it's like the same thing but different person, right? So yeah, I like I knew I need to build needs to build something because past life is like this person comes this person leaves new person comes new person leaves so i think i think and i think that's the, i think that's the case for a lot of men i think i'm not promoting 
any fast life, but I'm saying, if you do it, you get to really see for yourself what comes with that. And then you're able to say, okay, this is not what I want. Cause I've seen like men in relationships and they're like, the girl's, the girl's like fine. Like she's, she's, she hits every metric, but he's like, I wonder what it's like to do this. I'm like, bro, your mind's in the wrong space. So I don't, I don't know, like, but I've, I've done the fast life and I, I've, I know it's not what I want. So I think I'm, I think I'm ready for a relationship now because I, th- I feel like I have enough experience to start a relationship on the right foot and to be open and to be vulnerable and to be available for somebody and to, to grow with someone in God and figure out things together and kind of, you know, iron sharpens iron like how the Bible says. And I feel like I'm, I'm ready for, for that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm at an age now where it's like, I'm ready. It's like I have my career. You know, I'm settled. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a good place. Again, like, I'm obviously, I'm healing from stuff, but that's a process, right? And I think there's a danger when you feel like you have to be, like, when you hold yourself to the standards, like, you have to be, like, perfectly healed and all this stuff. Because God could even use people to come into your life and help you with that, right? So I think, um, I think, yeah, in a, in a short answer, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's some good answers. I had a question. So have you learned to embrace your singleness, though? Because sometimes we go through a phase where we don't date for a period, and then it's like, okay, I think I'm ready now. But have you learned to embrace that singleness phase? Yeah, I learned learned to embrace it. Especially, I don't know what it is. I think, like, when Drake started popping, like, when I was in high school, being in a relationship was, like, super trendy. Like, that was a thing to do. Like, it's just, it was cool to just have a girl and just take a picture and be in Dubai and do this, right? Yeah. It's a trendy thing. So when you're single, it's like, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, you you can't find nobody. Like, there's girls everywhere. What's wrong with you? So you kind of, you kind of, like, dabble with that. But um, I learned to embrace it because I learned that I feel like it's a self-development phase, right? A lot of people that, haven't healed from past trauma or past relationships. If they don't heal completely, they go, they jump into another one. And you, just like what my uncle says, you end up uh, bleeding on someone that didn't cut you, mm. right? So you bring past things into the present, then you ruin the present and the cycle continues, right? right. So um, yeah, I learned, to, I learned to look at it single as a self-development phase and to grow and to grow. Because when you're in a relationship, even if it's the right one, half of the energy that you can use towards self-development, you have to use that half to nurture the relationship, right? Because you don't want to make the other person feel like they're in the relationship by themselves. Like, oh, I'm the only one that tries to do dates. I'm the only one putting in effort. I'm the only one. And he just goes to work and comes home and goes to sleep, right? So you have to put that half of your energy into relationship to make sure that the two of you is growing as a unit, right? But while you're single, you can put the whole hundred into yourself, right? So then you can start on a better level. So I've, I've learned that. I've learned that um, single is not a, it's not a bad thing. People try and give people labels, especially women. Women are pressured to, you know, find someone fast and do this and do this. But I feel like it's a self development phase. And I like he said, like people. You know, how many times in high school I've seen someone come out of a relationship, then go right back into a quick, relationship, quick. and they'll yeah. they can probably be still together. Like right now, I'm like, yo. So you're telling me you've been together since like grade ten. That's probably like almost like eight years. Like, do you even know yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, that's scary. It's quick, yeah. Like, that's scary. Then you get into marriage and it's like you're connected with this person, but it's like you don't even know who you are without this person, you mm-hmm. know? And, yeah. and that's the scary part because people don't know what it's like to be single. Yo, I know someone or a couple people that have been in a relationship 
every year of their life. I mean, of course, like when they're babies, but like in their 15, 16, yeah. like yeah. That's, crazy. that's crazy, bro. That's I want crazy. some space, bro. You don't get on my face, that's but that's them. Obviously, that stems from something, right? No, it and does. so that's why it's like he's saying you have to heal. That's self development. Yeah. If you don't take that time to say, you know what, I noticed that I'm just a. Uh, What's it called? A serial dater. Like I'm yeah, just. I need dater. to be like. I can't if I don't have a person next to me. If I'm not talking to somebody, I feel like there's something that's going on, and so like you need to recognize that, and that comes with self development. If you're not developing yourself, you won't be able to learn how to be self aware and learn those things about yourself. So. And just like I feel like identity, it just brings me back to like when you're in a relationship. I feel like or like you feel like you need a relationship every single year, it's like you don't know who you are and you don't really want to know who you are without that person. Scary. It's like if I come out of this relationship, who am I? Like what, like am I beautiful? Do I feel good about myself? Who, like, you know, like finding yourself is a big thing in your single season. And if you're with someone the whole time, like it's very hard like yeah. decisions are made together and that's what I guess for me is the marriage stage is supposed to be about where you've already developed yourself as you said and you are able to be self-aware of yourself and your emotions and not you know think oh my gosh like if I do this then what happens just and just like Sarah's saying like be rooted in God and know that he loves you and what your thoughts are your thoughts mm-hmm. and so it helps you make decisions in the end but yeah. yeah when I was in grade 12 and my girl broke up with me or my ex-girl broke up with me I was on the bed, laid out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. my identity yeah. was so wrapped yeah. into her. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm never going to get someone it's, again it's like this. Like, like, I'm here thinking, like, this person is, like, the end all, be all. Yeah. But it's, like, that needed to happen for me to, like, you know, know myself some more. And if that didn't yeah. happen, I probably would have still been in a relationship. Probably would have not got introduced to God. Probably not would have got introduced to my friends and my Christian community. So certain stuff need to happen. And what's the what's the saying? Like certain things are for your protection. Like rejection. Rejection is for protection. Ooh, never heard that one. Real talk. So yeah, I'm talking a lot. Yes, you yeah. <laughs> yeah um, no, I love what everything that you guys are saying. Um, I think when you're single, yeah, like embrace it because this is your time where it's just it's you and God. You know, it's it's your time to to yeah to know who you are, um, to like grow in your identity, um, to continue to heal because you know I think before you do get into a relationship, there does need to be a level of healing where you can healthily move forward, um, and then you know it's like take take that time to really. Like for me, like what I'm doing right now is I'm embracing this time that I have where it's just me and God, where I can go home and I don't have all these extra responsibilities. I could blast the music, worship music, yeah. dance around my room, lie there and just yeah. worship. Um, really getting to know his word, um, you know, and like being rooted in his word. So just honestly taking delight in him, um, figuring out like who he's called you to be and growing in those things. Um, so you know, like when you do get into the relationship one day, again, like you're ready and you know more about yourself and you know, your relationship with God is at a good and healthy place. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's real, yeah. What are you guys prioritizing in this season of singleness? Is it like, I'm just gonna go to work, 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 create relationships, um, get to know, you know, friends and stuff like that? If anything, what are you guys prioritizing? I'm on a podcast, right? 
There's people around me and the video is recorded. <laughs> so I'm going to be politically correct. <laughs> no, but um, I think the first thing I, I should be or I'm trying to be is relationship with God. And on podcasts and YouTube videos and all these TikToks, I see people just say relationship with God and just assume everyone knows what everyone's talking about. Mm. And some people, I've like people never explain it. Like, mm. I feel like I feel like it's kind of like, like uh, like hygiene, right? Or someone mm. that like keeps up with their teeth. Mm. If your teeth are mad yellow and you brush super hard for twelve minutes, it's not gonna be white. Mm. Like right away, it takes like a couple weeks or a month or whatever, right? And I feel like that's how like it should be like relationship with God. It's like it's not something that just sparks the next night. It's like something you keep, you keep, you know, you keep pursuing, you keep looking, you keep, you stay interested, you stay um, curious, and then after a while, his ideals and his ideals become yours, mm -hmm. and then you live that out with, with this body that we have, right? And then you keep doing that over time, and you become somebody else, right? No matter what the past is, right? Um, we see people in the Bible. I, I can't come up with someone right now. But we see people in the Bible all the time. People that were betters, people that were killers. Yeah. Was it Barabbas? Whatever. Like, there's all types of characters in the Bible that had a terrible past, yeah. and then God flipped them around, right? Yeah. So the first thing is probably probably relationship with God. Then the next thing, I'm not gonna lie, it's, mo it's money, bro. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, bro. We live in Toronto. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to move out for years, and the rent keeps going up, 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 <laughs> up, up. So I'm like, Dad, <laughs> one more year, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck. So yeah, so those those two things are the top two, but some other stuff as well. You're trying to stay healthy and trying to um, learn about what's important, like being financially um, uh, aware about certain things and things like that. So yeah. Yeah, I would say a couple things for me um, to kind of expand on the point you were saying about you know having your desires line up with God's desires. I think that's a huge a huge thing for me right now because you know the word says like you know seek after God like follow his ways and he'll give you the desires of your heart but that doesn't necessarily mean that like everything you want you're gonna you're gonna get but it does mean that when you're taking delight in the Lord like and you know you're you're building a relationship with him you're like God I want I want what you want then it's like your desires become his desires and then yeah so I think building my relationship with Christ is like a huge thing um, and then I would say the second thing would be uh, community because let's be real like singleness can feel lonely <laughs> and it can be really hard um, some days it's like yeah I love being single blah, blah, blah. the next day it's like God was taking so much <laughs> so I think I think in those moments being like listen do I need somebody to be with right now or do I need connection because you know where God even said it's not good for man to be alone and yes we need to seek God first yes we need to go after him first yes he needs to be our source but he also created us to, to need community and to to be in community so just making sure that I have you know connection with community that I have like you know brothers and sisters in Christ that I have like you know spiritual mothers and fathers pouring into me um, and all that stuff I would say that's that's another priority for in my singleness. But even when you do get into a relationship or marry, it's mm -hmm. still so important to have yeah. that community yeah. and that mm -hmm. godly, wise counsel. Yeah. And I, I like that point because a lot of times, like, sometimes women, we don't prioritize community. We're just so focused on, like, I need to get a man. I need to get married. I want to have children. But just then it's in like, that it. season when you are married and you don't have that person or that group of friends to run to, then who do you turn to, right? And so it's, it, it becomes difficult. And so for me too, like, this season is like prioritizing those friendships and 
mostly just women friendships because for me it's just easier for me to create relationships with men but with women it's a little bit difficult because it takes a little bit more for me and so I, I know the importance of having that and not just women my age but people who are older too because they do have wisdom to give um, and so it's like yes it's comfortable to have people my age but yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you need to have those people who tell you the truth like no you're mm-hmm. girl get it together yes. <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah community is mm-hmm. definitely very important yeah that's hard how do you guys deal with the pressures because with men is like i once had my mom told me like yo you know nana you know marry when you're 35 and stuff like that so the pressure <laughs> especially for african men is not really like today or marry now i don't know if that's like if that's like in that's your not house the case for me but go ahead okay but usually that's how it is yeah but, but for the woman how's the, like the pressure for you like are you getting the hey where is the ring all like, the time yeah. <laughs> are you serious oh no <laughs> There's not one family get together that I go to. That they ask, she's like, hey, is there anybody? Is there somebody? One time I was just really happy. I don't know. Like, and then my uncle was like, did you meet somebody? Your face is glowing. Oh my God. Why can't I just be happy? Like, no, I didn't meet anybody. But it's like, yeah, I think I get their intention. They really want me to be with somebody and stuff. But like, I don't know. I'm just like, you know what? God's timing. It'll work out. Just chill. Like, I think one of my biggest, it's like the assumption that marriage completes you. It's like very. Mm-hmm. What did our friend say? Tell me what our friend said. Who? Remember Carissa? Oh, like, oh, she said, oh, yes. Carissa said that singleness is just as beautiful as marriage. And it is true because there's so many beautiful things that you can learn in that season of being alone but also surrounding yourself with people that are also just journeying with you and and things that you can learn about yourself about people around you how to manage people around you boundaries like there's so many things you can learn whereas marriage now you gotta it's beautiful but the work mm-hmm. is a lot and i think we, t- we <laughs> yeah. take it for granted when we are single and then it's like you put it you're you are married and you're just like oh what is this? I miss those days where <laughs> yeah. I could just, you know, sleep in and not have to call anybody and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to worry about somebody else's feelings. It's just like I can do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, you know, you're sleeping next to this person for life, so you better figure it out. If you're bad, you better figure it out. <laughs> you know, if you're mm-hmm. you're not happy, you got to have conversations. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like everything's together. So, yeah. So then. Yeah, I agree. It's like I... Obviously, I, I so desire to be a wife and a mother one day, but I know when that time comes, I'm going to be looking back and being like, oh, man, remember those days yeah. where I could just come home, yep. go in my room, worship yeah. the Lord, you know. You have no curfew. Yeah, you have to be more intentional with planning when that time comes. And that's that marriage is like a beautiful ministry in itself, mm-hmm. but singlehood is also a really great ministry. And yeah. that's your time where it's like you and God, and yeah. it's it's your time to do like everything that, you know, he's calling you to do. and figuring out what that is yeah. um yeah <laughs> yeah i just wanted to say like i feel like i've heard some i heard from pastor kingsley that's a person who i watch a pastor he says like for men like it'd be like oh well it's the end you, you know what you can't date anymore as you're locked down and then like woman is like oh it's open to everything like you know what i mean so it's kind of like for women getting married is like start of something new that's how you placed it mm-hmm. that means that mm-hmm. means you have kids you can have a new house you know you can move and get a new car but then for on the other hand for men it's like well now you're locked down like bachelor parties you're like man yeah you know just get in get it in that's the last one man like that. but it's like it shouldn't be that way right it should be like it is a start of something new and 
when you get to that point, like it's gonna be beautiful. But like, of course, enjoy the season of singleness right now because yeah. that's an end. That's like a, a an end to a new beginning. An end to yeah, exactly to a new beginning, and then you know it blossoms. I think marriage is more of something, starting something new, but more like together in a just in a different way. Yes. So it shouldn't be an end mm -hmm. to something. Mm -hmm.